Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With Hope Richard Case, retreat leader, Catherine. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Here we are with uh, End Times Friday and uh, quite good exciting. Good morning. Happy uh, Friday. Yeah, it's uh, we're in uh, February, mid-February, and uh, uh, things are moving forward in uh, in time and lots of things happening in the world um, with a couple of interesting things uh, have just recently you know, been highlighted. Um, if you remember, we've been talking about the uh, WEF forum that mm-hmm. had uh, they have their annual gathering of uh, people that are supporting remember the vision right um, and, and a lot of high profile key players in all walks not not limited to politicians this is corporations this is foundations um, lots of key players with deep pockets <laughs> yeah and it, it's interesting because um, it is a lots of players it's actually uh, the players uh, represent the wealthiest of the world mm-hmm. uh, and then um, it's across all spectrums and interesting enough it is worldwide mm-hmm. um, so this isn't a US and we got to keep remembering uh, of course we, we uh, are here in America and we tend to think America particularly we look c- at everything as US centric honestly yeah. if we if US centric and true to ourselves yeah um, you know, during our lifetime, uh, when you look at the world power, mm-hmm. it was the United States. Right. Uh, interesting enough, that's not true anymore. Uh, we are not the world power, and there's forces uh, that are shifting that power, uh, particularly mm-hmm. economically, uh, around to various places. And uh, China, you know, is big. The Middle East is big. Russia is big. <clears throat> so there's a shift uh, in this, and so they've had their what they call their Davos uh, in Davos, Switzerland. They gather together, mm-hmm. and in the last three or four years, particularly in the last two years, um, the WEF was, I would say, rather, um, let's say, um, not overt and public, publicly stating their objectives. Now they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I ask somebody, do you know who the WEF is? No. Right. Um, Very few people were following, and it wasn't out there so you know so blatantly no. what their agenda um, was. Yeah. Uh, they've had the agenda, and actually we've been uh, following it. Um, it was, it appeared, it was being more promoted by the what's called the Council for Foreign Relations, mm-hmm. uh, which was another group. Uh, by the way, the, the people in the Council for Foreign Relations are, are with the WEF, so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. That there was, they were in both, but they used the uh, Council for Foreign Relations as a, um, you know, kind of a promotion of the one world government, and they and they were fairly aggressive in it. Uh, and behind it was the WEF, and then um, 
they've been putting things in place in the last couple of years. They now have openly gone after uh, we are going to build a one world government. Right. Uh, um, and they're very aggressive in their communications. They speak it every time they can. Uh, they speak it and they're working with all these all these uh, what we call heavy hitters around yeah. the world to do you know are there any countries like key countries that are not truly represented in the WEF no. at this point no okay. no they're in <laughs> so yeah. yeah well that's what that's what I thought but I wasn't sure if there's if we're still waiting for any key players to jump into that or no. not yeah. and you can uh, you can go to the uh, you can go on the website Mm-hmm. Uh, and look up Davos and, right. and the NWF, and, and it shows uh, attendance and what, mm-hmm. what they call partners. And there's, you know, there's probably on that list, there's probably 500 to 1,000 partners. And you can just go through the list. And, yeah. you'll, and you'll see the answer is that, yeah, all, all these key countries are there. A uh, couple things okay. interesting uh, about that is, um, uh, you know, we know that uh, Elon Musk, you know, is a, a little, it seems to be a little bit of a contrarian mm-hmm. uh, to the whole thing and isn't afraid to say so. <laughs> right. So, uh, so he's come out, but he, he came out recently with an article um, and he said, I'd like you, I'd like everybody to consider something about the WEF. Mm. He said uh, their objective is to one, is to build one world government. Mm-hmm. He said it's the only government that isn't being built through any election. Wow. Uh, so it's not, see, it's interesting. It's, <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Yeah. That is so obvious yet until somebody states that it's not obvious. Right. Right. right? So that um, as you look at, uh, for example, the uh, uh, the, what they call the European Union. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to 2000, year 2000, um, and by the way, I would, Linda and I were in uh, Germany uh, when it all happened. Um, and they went from sovereign individual nations and they're governed by their own individual right. uh, nation. Uh, so, you know, and they're all primarily... Um, semi either democracies or semi democracies even France you know they're socialistic but they vote mm-hmm. they vote their premier in um, so you would call them somewhat democratic all the countries were uh, sovereign but they agreed that we're going to join um, a union mm-hmm. and and by the way part of the goal was is that um, they had they had a hard time let's say, uh, being equal to the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just looked at the simplicity of America. We have 52 states. But function as one but, unit. But they function in a federal way. So they said, mm-hmm. let's go to that concept where we're now kind of a, we're going to function still, but we'll subordinate to a more federal approach, which is a, Euro- mm-hmm. a, a European Union. Um, and so they set up headquarters uh, in... Uh, uh, the Hague, and uh, they operate now with a new governance over the entire thing. And it's it's a little bit like America where it's federal and there's also uh, state uniqueness. 
Right. Um, so the things that you do in New Hampshire versus the things I do in Colorado, we're governed by more of a local environment mm-hmm. that well, yeah we're under the federal so there's some nuances that are different between each place yeah. but yeah overall... and, they, and, they, and they went to interesting enough they went to a common currency mm-hmm. um, and that we no longer have individual currencies we now converted it convert it to a mm-hmm. uh, common currency and it's called the euro mm-hmm. so in Germany we were there <laughs> we were there in Germany uh, we were there at Christmas uh, with Linda's family in a beautiful place, by the way. It was spectacular um, on a lake surrounded by the Alps and the snow. It snowed every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wound up with all the snow. And the interesting thing in Germany is um, they, they, they plow the sidewalks first before they plow the roads. Interesting. Uh, because, I didn't realize Because people yeah. more want to go out and walk. Mm-hmm. Which is their their kind of their uh, the way they operate before they go driving. So <laughs> every day uh, we were right on the lake. They they had a beautiful path plowed every right. day. It was beautiful. But we were there, um, and on December thirty first, uh, we were operating under the Deutschmark monetary. Mm-hmm. On the first, and remember for them it's not necessarily a big holiday. It's just a you know a new year. Right. Um, it was the euro, mm. um, and when we uh, the very next day, from the thirty first to the first, you could not pay in Deutschmarks anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to pay in euro, so we had to go to the bank, um, and so we uh, you know we had our money in Deutschmarks, and so we go to the had ba- to exchange it all. <laughs> we go to the bank, um, and because we needed the money, we you know we were there right away, so we're there, but there's a long line. Mm-hmm. Of people, because everybody else got to do it as well. So there's there's people in line, um, and this woman in front of us <laughs> brought this gigantic, gigantic like a think of uh, Santa's uh, uh, bag for presents. <laughs> she brought one almost you know felt that big, and she's dra- dragging it in you know to the uh, teller you know, and then she opens it up and dumps it all on the counter, and she had uh, I think it's around three three hundred thousand Deutschmarks. Wow. Uh, that she had, I asked her, where, where did you have this stuff? You know, and she basically <laughs> said, you know, I had it, I had it under, under my bed, <laughs> under my bed. Wow. Um, wow. And she needed to convert it, you know, to, mm-hmm. to euros. And they only gave, by the way, they only gave them uh, 60 days. Mm-hmm. If you didn't do it in 60 days, tough luck. It was worthless. Yeah. Uh, so you better do it, you know, and because, and because you no longer, we could not go to a store. Mm-hmm. And use the Deutschmark at all. We had to use the euro, um, right? Uh, but even then, uh, so we got a little bit of picture of that. Uh, they formed a a more unified federal government, but they but they still vote. Uh, and by the way, they vote their representatives, and their representatives vote mm-hmm. the uh, leadership of the uh, economic union, and then they mm. set up new you know new rules and laws and how everybody's going to operate. Um, well, this situation is um, in a, it's going to happen in a very similar way is that you're going to have a new federation mm-hmm. that's going to be run by a group. And, and Musk made a statement. He said, what's happening right now is there's, they're, not a, they're not being elected and they're not setting up anybody to vote to join it. We're just putting it in place. They're just moving pieces and making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so what they did which is, you know, you think about how brilliant it is. Um, they've been working 
to build all the leaders that are willing to join it and say this is the answer, mm-hmm. uh, including the governments. Um, and then, okay, while well, that's going on, so they're behind the scenes and they're building, building, building um, the economic uh, system. Uh, and at uh, Davos, and it was just reinforced uh, recently, uh, is that Saudi Arabia basically came out and said, we are moving away from the U.S. dollar mm-hmm. and we're, de- we're developing a new uh, economic system to buy oil and we're not going to go through America dollar anymore, which has been the standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a big deal economically to shift the payment system to it. And right. then while that's going on, uh, and this just recently came out as well, and we've talked about it, but it's out, now it's, it's been stated as official, the central banks, including America, mm-hmm. are working on a digital currency. Right. And we're going to shift from a, uh, even a paper money. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a digital c- currency. Um, and then when the one world government puts in place, the world is going to go through a lending I went through in Germany. Mm-hmm. Is you're going to have uh, conversion from, uh, you know, because in America we, we pay with U.S. dollars. Right. Um, and we, can, we, we do it by generally, uh, we're semi-electronic already because we, we uh, pay by credit card. Right. Venmo is the most common thing to do now, too, ben, for Venmo, people. Venmo Millennial, is a great one. A lot uh, of easy wins. Which, by the way, <laughs> just, uh, you know, the U.S. government decided, uh, hey, this Venmo stuff means that they're they're bypassing paying taxes. So we're going after them. <laughs> so, oh, joy. <laughs> so uh, anybody that has a Venmo account, there is going to wind up being, you're going to have to show the documentation of that Venmo account and how much money you received and you got to pay taxes on it, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. And and then secondly, this again, this just came out a few days ago is, uh, and this is just a statement that's you know being made by the government and the IRS, is we're going after all the service industries that get mm-hmm. tips, and we're going to audit you people that, that get tips so that you got to report that as income. Um, mm-hmm. So um, and the funny thing is, is that you would think. Somebody that's working in a restaurant making tips isn't <laughs> isn't making that much money. So, right, right. Uh, so why bother? You know, it's interesting. Uh, but that's what they've said. So uh, what's what's going on is that when you look at uh, these factors, uh, and the fact is that um, it explains how this comes about because mm-hmm. normally we as a country are not going to vote to give up our sovereignty. Right. Uh, we wouldn't even think about it, quite frankly. Uh, we would just say, well, we're America, and you're, you're Europe, or you're China, or you're Russia, and we're going to deal with you, and uh, we vote our people in, and you do your thing, and we'll, we'll process it. But what they've done, it cleverly, is uh, to uh, build the commitment at the top of leaders all over the world mm-hmm. that now are saying, repeating, Yes, one world government is the best solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have all kinds of reasons for that, um, of why we need to do this. But they're openly speaking it, and the people who are in power are supporting it. Right. Um, and they kind of know where it's headed, 
because when they even when they think about a, a somebody like from uh, head of France that comes out and says we are going to put in place one world government mm-hmm okay by definition think about what that person just said I'm willing to give up our sovereignty right to go to this system which we think is way way better mm-hmm. um, now the average person per se at the moment wouldn't say that's a good idea because they don't really know that much about it. Um, now think about when, now remember it, it's embraced by the entire world population. Mm-hmm. We know it's happening at the top and they're putting it in place without the population trying to work at putting it in place. It's being put in place uh, despite us, so to speak. Right. Um, okay, why would we, average person, embrace that solution of one world government and give up and so and just to have everybody understand what it means uh, we america we vote uh senate congressmen president Mm -hmm. uh you know governors we vote all those people based on our our decide our decision we will give up that system so there'll be no more senate there'll be no more uh house because the new system will be put in place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, what what would what would it take for you you and me and the average person to say, oh, that's a good idea? Right. Yes. Yeah, so I think there's going to have to be a disruption of magnitude, really, in some way, shape, or form that is so significant and crosses all borders that people say, hey, this is the only way we can solve this is to come together. Right. Right. Um, and. Um, it's not going to be, and, and this is what kind of surprises me a little bit um, as, I'm, as I'm gaining more understanding about it, is it's not going to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's not like, yeah, you're just operating normally, we have this big problem, and then somebody comes up, hey, what, what, why don't we just do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. They're saying, we're going to do this. Right. Um, and unless something happens... If they say we're putting it in place, let's let's just say next year, they say you know what we're putting it in place in America. We want you to join it uh, next year, and everything is is the way it is today. The American people would say no, right? We're yeah, not, I think there's going to have to be a disruption. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not doing it because there's enough. First of all, we don't want it to happen to us, mm-hmm. and secondly, is we don't want to lose our ability to make our, our own choices. Uh, right and and everything being equal, of course not. I'm not going to do that. And so there would be contention for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, when this happens, at the end and the tribulation starts with one world government, there's no there's no contention except for the mm-hmm. remnant, which we'll talk about. There's no contention. Um, it is embraced universally. Why? And so when you think of between here and there, whenever there is, mm-hmm. uh, the only thing we can say. And this is why Christ said, you know, pay attention is um, when you observe certain things, start to understand, you know, that it's that it may be closer than normal Mm -hmm. um, and so to speak. So, um, well, it's now being stated by the people that can pull it off. We're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And there's there's not in a sense there's not a lot of resistance other than you see articles 
like like Elon Musk article is like, hey, do you guys realize that we're having one world government forced basically put upon us, and we're not? It's not even an election, and we're mm-hmm. not deciding that at all. Don't you guys you know care about that? Uh, there's there's articles that say um, we're having our sovereignty usurped because of what the WF is doing, and they and they just bring out what they say, what they say, and. And hey, mm-hmm. don't you care about that? Don't you pay attention to this? Why aren't you fighting against it? You know that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's embraced. Why? Well, because between here and there will be a a a real severe uh, catastrophe. And remember, catastrophe will wind up being economic mm-hmm. uh, because uh, that's what touches everybody's pocketbook. Right. Of can I operate? Normally, and it'll be at a point where it looks like our government, and by the way, this will be worldwide, can't solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bigger than that. Um, and, 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 and we're kind of becoming part of a global economy, which is true. So um, the catastrophe or the crisis economically, of, and it'll be you know, lack of income, uh, mm-hmm. Inability to pay bills, uh, stress, 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 um, and I can't function anymore normally. Right. Um, I'll, okay. Hey, we've decided we've been working at this. We've decided we can actually put this in place now, and we'll we'll give you these benefits if you uh, understand that we're going to go to this system. So you willingly give up your sovereignty, one world government, one new currency. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will now operate under, which will probably be a, di- a digital currency. Um, and if you embrace this, I'm going to give you personal benefits, and you know, like mm-hmm. we'll give you payments. I, I think one thing will be, by the way, and they've they've already floated a few things. We'll release you of all debt. Mm-hmm. So um, that'll be a relief. Um, and now, what? By the way, you won't own anything because we'll own it. But you'll we'll give you free, and we'll give you income, and, jo- and then we'll give you jobs, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll give you opportunity to work, and all those things. And everybody's going to say uh, thank you for you know solving this problem. Um, and as we get into this discussion today in the scripture uh, about uh, Matthew twenty five one to thirteen, it's about preparation. Um, well, what does that look like? And it's deeper. See, we tend to think preparation is just, well, I hope I have enough stuff. Right. Um, And God says, no, preparation is way bigger than that. And I need you to start paying attention now to prepare for it. So if you would go to Matthew uh, 25, uh, I think we we started this last time, but go to Matthew 25, 1 to 13. Sure. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going to go are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. 
Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Yeah. Okay, so he's, he's talking about, uh, remember the context here is the disciples ask, what's going to happen? When is all this going to happen? Uh, the end. Um, so he's describing another story about the uh, the ten virgins. He said five are wise, five are foolish. Uh, and again, um, what is the definition of not being wise and you know therefore being foolish and and being wise? What's what's the what's the definition here? What's he say is the definition? Wise is really walking and being filled with the Holy Spirit and able to respond. And there, foolish is staying in self and being preoccupied, your focus off of him. Yeah. You're, and you're, not walking with You're him. prepared for this or you're not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's implying uh, that, uh, and see, this is, uh, this is really important. It's, it's implying, uh, are you able to be able to let the light shine or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you kind of know you need to, but, but you don't. He says, okay, uh, now um, let's forget about the end for a minute. What, what happens to those that walk with God and those that don't walk with God? Well, those who walk with God have eternity with him and the blessing of walking basically in the kingdom on earth and having his guidance and wisdom and direction as we go, as well as our eternal security. Yeah, uh, and those that don't, uh, don't. Wind, up, <laughs> wind up at the same place that Jesus said, I don't know you. Uh-huh. Um, so um, uh, I don't have a intimate relationship with you and your light isn't able to flourish because you don't have the, the, the power and the role of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit which, you know, again, we go into two different uh, aspects of that is, uh, remember, there's just fundamentally two types of people in the world to start with, believers and unbelievers. Right. You actually believe Jesus or you don't. If you don't, you're already in that place where you're not going to wind up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, believers also are categorized in two spots, following him in the spirit and having your oil uh, filled up for your lamp or you're not mm-hmm. then you're back in the flesh separated from God that right. doesn't mean you, you have your eternal destiny uh, changed but you're not going to experience uh, what he has for you so what he's trying to say here is that that stands all by itself already mm-hmm. um, what he's saying is be careful because think about if you're 25 years old mm-hmm What's your thought about how, how long you got? I'm going to live forever. I'm invincible. Yeah. Or at least I'll, I'll live <laughs> you know. another 50 years. Right. Yeah, but got, you, you got, have that attitude. I got, I got plenty. Stop me now. I have lots to plan for. I got plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, he said, so you're normally not even considering this. Right. But there's going to be a moment where it's going to come during your normal living mm-hmm. and it's not in the natural you know age and you're gone it's here it is and uh it it came upon us suddenly mm-hmm. and when it came upon you suddenly there was a difference the wise mm-hmm. already knew 
and could follow and had the Holy Spirit functioning. And it was, yep, sure. Hey, no problem. Right. Um, and I think it's interesting in that even that oil is used as the symbol here because right. that so often is the symbol of the Holy Spirit. Right. And so the wise are full of the Holy Spirit, listening and surrendering to him. Right. And so it's a perfect picture of that. Yeah. Um, and those that aren't, and this is interesting, say to those that are, mm-hmm. give me your oil. Right. And they basically say, and this is interesting, um, I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, go go get go find out from those that have uh, can sell it to you. Okay, so uh, and then uh, it the door shuts. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying that first of all, um, if I if I'm walking in the Spirit, can I give that to you? No. No. I mean, you've uh, got to go after it yourself. Yeah. See. Um, <laughs> Uh, and that's why our ministry is is so clear is that it's not a system and it's not mm-hmm. go do these things. It's rather learn to mm-hmm. walk and receive it yourself. I, I can do it because I'm, I'm experiencing right. it, but I can't just say, well, do these things and you'll have it. I've got to have you get into relationship with him, abiding in the vine, mm-hmm. walking in the spirit to learn to make decisions and then you'll be wise because you'll be walking with God. And you can't right. come to me and say, uh-oh, time is short. You know, give it to me right away. And my answer mm-hmm. is I, I can't. I guess you're going to have to try to, you know, go to God and figure this out. And then God says it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is it. Uh, so he said when this occurs, he's trying to say, are you prepared or not? Mm-hmm. And it's not... When it happens, get prepared. He said it's going to be too late. Right. Uh, you got to get prepared. And that's why we're trying to do these Fridays uh, every week to keep urging people to think about pre- preparation. Mm-hmm. And preparation. And preparation as a heart posture. It's a heart, it's a heart issue yeah. is learn to uh, receive and understand and have people around you that receive and understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, because ultimately... Uh, when you think when he when he triggers the end, remember it's the beginning of the tribulation, right? Um, and it's uh, either you're going to take the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. or you're not. And see, a right. lot of a lot of believers are going to wind up taking the mark of the beast because remember they haven't prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't dawned on them at all. Um, they go through the crisis because everybody's going to be affected by it. Mm-hmm. The solution comes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interpreted. Fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at what God is doing. Uh, he's saving us. Isn't this provision? Isn't, yeah. isn't this great? But the people that are prepared will say what? No. Um, I am not going to surrender my life to the beast. And I'm willing to see what the right. consequences consequences are and that'll be through discernment through walking with the holy spirit and recognizing what god is doing and saying and being willing to navigate and follow him yeah and see the wisdom is it takes a real courage Mm -hmm. to be able to do that um and the preparation which is what we're trying to urge everybody is is that uh don't think of a system um and don't think well i need to i need to i need to it's just rather the most important preparation is the oil. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the walking in the spirit and learning it. And you have to do it on your own and you can't get it from somebody else. Right. 
Um, and if you have it, you can't give it to somebody else. Now you could mm-hmm. you could help them receive it mm-hmm. by what? Going to the source. Let's go. Let's get connected. Right. Let's, let's go. Let's right. go abiding. So it's it's very interesting story of uh, what preparation is all about and how uh, critical it is, because he said the whole thing is going to come and you don't think anything about it, and all of a sudden it's like, uh oh, uh, I need to, I need to understand this now. And he said, well. If you haven't prepped for it before that, probably probably you're not going to be able to uh, uh, quickly understand it because it's learning it. So we'll be right. we'll be uh, talking more about this. Uh, we actually go into this next story here in Matthew 25, which is a parable of the talents, where everybody's talking about you know just investment and time, mm-hmm. but it's actually deeper than that because he, he attaches it to the story of the end. So it's, oh, interesting. It, 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 oh, this will be a fun it's really, discussion. It's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get into that uh, next week. So we'll uh, we'll pick it up, and uh, we, we urge everybody to consider where's your heart at. Uh, right. do, you, do you have a heart to be prepared and have the oil mm-hmm. ready that's yours, and, and and you can't go get it from somebody else. You're going to have to have it and be ready for it. So we we just urge you to do that, and we ha- happy if you have questions, you know, send it in. We'd love to talk about it, and uh, we'll look forward to talking some more about it. Sounds great. Thanks so much for sharing, Rich. Always a pleasure. And if you have questions, send them in. Questions at afjministry.com. And have a great week. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.